Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Imler in the traffic center. There will be an investigation on 28 northbound at Westfields Boulevard, a very serious crash there involving a motorcycle, so going to be closed for quite some time. Northbound 28 at Westfield shouldn't be able to get on from 66 right now. Southbound, all lanes are open. Things are pretty quiet elsewhere. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free, visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. During the overnight hours, mostly clear. Patchy fog, though, and down to about 40. And then tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, unusually warm for this time of year. We'll get up to 72 And then on Saturday, turning mostly sunny, highs in the 50s. In Reston, 51 degrees. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight. Driving for Thanksgiving? The inconvenient times are probably the best times to leave. I'm Nick Ainelli. Prison for an off-duty officer who killed two men. I'm Neil Augenstein. A new law on child sex abuse cases in Maryland faces a challenge from the Archdiocese of Washington. I'm Kate Ryan. She's a well-known face during NFL games now. Carissa Thompson admits she made up quotes from coaches when she worked as a sideline reporter. We'll go in depth. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Good news for those who drive the I-10 freeway through Los Angeles. Governor Gavin Newsom says of the stretch that has been shut down since last weekend's arson fire. One thing we can guarantee you is we will be open five lanes in both directions at the latest Tuesday of next week. Earlier this week, officials said it could take crews between three and five weeks to shore up the mile-long stretch. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu spoke with CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell about the Israelis being held captive by Hamas. We had strong indications that they were held in the Shifa hospital, which is one of the reasons we entered the hospital. If they were, they were taken out. Netanyahu won't discuss talks about releasing hostages, but CBS News' Deborah Petta in East Jerusalem reports on a potential problem for Hamas. That is a complication in these final stages of the talks. Hamas's inability to count for each of the hostages, either because other groups um, are holding them or they're not really sure because they've been spread out across Gaza. Remember that there are other militant groups in Gaza and they also are holding some of the hostages. A jury has convicted the man who assaulted the husband of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi last year. CBS's Wendy Gillette. Jurors deliberated for about eight hours before finding 43-year-old David DePap guilty of federal attempted kidnapping and assault charges. DePap showed no emotion when the verdict was read. He was accused of plotting to kidnap Nancy Pelosi and attacking her husband, Paul, with a hammer after police arrived at their house last October. He also faces state charges and could face up to 50 years in prison for the federal conviction. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. A mistrial is declared after jurors remain deadlocked on ex-Louisville police officer Brett Hankinson's verdict on federal civil rights charges in the Breonna Taylor case. Taylor family attorney Lonita Baker. You know, a mistrial is not a, a, an acquittal, and so we live another day to fight for justice for Breonna, uh, and that's what she's going to continue to do is fight for justice for Breonna Taylor. 
Two executions have been carried out today in Texas. 53-year-old David Renteria has been put to death for abducting a five-year-old girl from a store and killing her in 2001. Prosecutors said Alexandra Flores was Christmas shopping with her family when she was abducted from a Walmart store in El Paso. And Alabama has executed 49-year-old Casey McWhorter for killing Edward Lee Williams during a 1993 robbery. At more than 200 U.S. Starbucks stores today... Thousands of Starbucks workers walked out on the chain's busiest day of the year, the annual Red Cup Day, in an effort to unionize the company's stores. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP, Thursday evening, November 16th, 2023. Reston at 51 and some suburbs down to the 40s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following tonight. Thanksgiving only about six days away now. When are you getting out of town? We all know the holiday getaway means busy roads and gridlock. It's why many drivers will be searching for ways to make their holiday trip less painful. There's not necessarily one big getaway day for Thanksgiving anymore. It's just going to be a lot busier than normal over the next week or so, with traffic peaking on Wednesday. AAA says the worst time to leave is Wednesday afternoon between 2 and 6 o'clock. There is a lot of tension. There's a lot of angst. There tends to be a lot more reckless driving this time of the year, too. WTOP traffic reporter Dave Dildine says the best chance you have to get around gridlock is to leave early in the morning or late at night. Leaving at an inconvenient time usually maximizes your odds of making good time. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Other news, an ex-Pentagon police officer is sentenced to 25 years in prison for shooting and killing two men he suspected were stealing cars near his Tacoma Park condo a couple of years ago. He pleaded guilty to second-degree murder months after a mistrial. Let's get the story tonight from WTOP's Neil Logenstein. Here in Montgomery County Circuit Court, David Dixon apologized to the families of the victims. He said he instinctively reacted given his law enforcement training. But state's attorney John McCarthy reminded the judge that Dixon had no police powers in Maryland. He fired five times after assuming a military position to steady his aim. The cousin for James Johnson said Dixon can get up and breathe every day, something his cousin and Dominique Williams can't do. They're in a casket six feet deep. The judge said Dixon will be eligible for parole after serving half of his sentence. In Rockville, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. D.C. police say social media posts led them to the main suspect in the shooting death of 14-year-old Nico Estep. Estep was shot and killed outside the Crown Gas Station on 14th Street in D.C.'s Columbia Heights neighborhood earlier this month. 17-year-old Lorenzo Thompson was arrested and charged as an adult with second-degree murder. According to court documents obtained by NBC4, just three days after the shooting, Thompson got on Instagram Live and posted a video bragging about the crime while wearing the same jacket and sneakers seen on the gunman in the gas station surveillance footage. Police say they found a magazine and the same kind of gun used in the shooting during a search of Thompson's bedroom. They also say they don't currently have a motive for the shooting. As it faces allegations of child sexual abuse dating back years, the Archdiocese of Washington takes court action of its own by trying to overturn a new Maryland law. In October, a new law that opened the door for survivors of child sex abuse to file suit, no matter how long ago the abuse took place, went into effect in Maryland. Now, as it defends itself against a group of allegations, the Archdiocese of Washington 
is arguing the law isn't constitutional. Jonathan Shakur, who represents the plaintiffs, responded. Well, I speak for the survivors in saying I fervently believe this is a constitutional law. And Shakur calls the action by the archdiocese. It's a betrayal of trust. Attorneys for the archdiocese disputed the allegations in the latest case, but also argued in their motion that the new law actually removes protections in the Maryland Constitution. Advocates and attorneys for survivors say they're not surprised by the legal challenge and expect it to move to the Supreme Court. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. As the cooler weather arrives, you may be sweating higher utility bills. WTOP's Scott Gelman explains there are things you can do to avoid them. Setting the thermostat to 68 degrees or lower can go a long way in keeping energy bills down. Peggy Fox with Dominion Energy suspects it's a sweet spot for many people. Each degree above 68 degrees can significantly increase your heating bill. She advises residents to take steps to prevent heating systems from working harder, which she says leads to expensive bills. The colder it is outside, the harder your heating system is working to keep your home warm. You could consider a smart thermostat that lowers temperatures overnight or when your home is empty. Make sure that thermostat is installed properly and also is compatible with your HVC. And she recommends checking your air filter every month. If you've got a dirty air filter, your system is going to have to work even harder. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Still to come here after traffic and weather, one more thing you'll be able to buy on Amazon, a whole car. Stay with us. I've been driving commercial vehicles for 20 years. Every big road across this country, anywhere the work takes me, that's where I'm driving. But that's not where I'm going. I'm going to see my little girl graduate high school and my boy get married and to teach my grandkids a thing or two. And I realize everyone out there is going somewhere. So it just makes sense to help each other get there safely. Let's all get where we're going. Learn more at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Paid for by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Do you know a student athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through November 30th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. Time for Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, northbound Route 28, you cannot access it from 66 either way. The crash has all lanes blocked at Westfields Boulevard. There is an investigation going on. Serious crash involving the motorcycle. I believe that was a fatal crash there. Southbound, the lanes are open. On 66, you're doing all right. On 66 itself, no delays. 395 and 95, you are good to go. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, no incidents or delays to report. And traffic in Maryland on 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the beltways. 270, that too, runs without incident or delay. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Out to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert. Chief Meteorologist. Not quite as chilly, not quite as cold here for the evening and overnight. Temperatures drop off down through the 50s and mid-40s, which is some scattered clouds. By morning, chance for some patchy fog will start out about 40 to 45 degrees. And your high temperature tomorrow around 70 degrees, just like today. Not quite as pretty. It's going to turn mostly cloudy. Clouds coming in with your next weather maker and a chance for some showers, spotty showers by 10 to 11 p.m. Gone and clearing by Saturday 
Saturday morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now at the wharf in D.C. 53, uh, National Harbor 52, Sterling 51, going down to the 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Now 1010 on WTOP. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. And Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. For the first time starting next year, you'll be able to buy a car on Amazon. Not just get matched to a dealer, you'll be able to do the whole transaction, including financing and arranging delivery under a deal with Hyundai. Separately, Amazon has taken a big step toward launching its space-based Internet venture, Project Kuiper. It says two prototype satellites launched last month are working as planned. Amazon plans to put over 3,300 similar satellites into orbit. Stocks barely got off the ground as prices ended mostly lower. A holiday season warning from Walmart weighed on the Dow. Dow Industrials fell 46. The S&P added 5. The Nasdaq gained 10. The company that makes M&Ms and Snickers is going high-end. Mars has agreed to pay $664 million for Britain's Hotel Chocolat. Mars says it is committed to keeping Hotel Chocolat special while helping it grow. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets are all lower. South Korea's Kospi is down 1%. Hong Kong down nearly 2%. Are you familiar with the name Carissa Thompson? She is a reporter uh, and an anchor in uh, the NFL world. She works for both Amazon on Thursday Night Football. She's on the air tonight. Uh, And she also does those game breaks on uh, Fox Sports and some other work for the NFL. At one time, she used to work as a sideline reporter and has admitted now that she sometimes made up quotes from the coaches when the coaches wouldn't stop to talk to her. And a lot of people in journalism are outraged about that. We'll talk about the ethics of it with USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan coming up here in just a few. Now 10-12 on WTOP. This is a test of the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Operational Area Emergency Alert System. And coming up, the Ravens have a halftime lead despite a crucial injury. Maryland women suffer a rare and humbling defeat. Sports in 10 minutes with Rob on WTOP. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FBC Bank. With me today is CEO Richard Zarek and CFO Nadine Schwery of Mission First and their new acquisition, Ardent. Richard, Nadine, as a valued customer of FBC Bank, would you please tell us about your business? Sure. Mission First is a federal civilian and DOD global contractor that specializes in signal, cyber, intel, analytics, and AI frameworks deployed in complex environments. Information regarding our capabilities and Government contract vehicles can be found on our website at missionfirst.com. Thank you, Richard and Nadine. FEC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Mission First. Take it from us, Richard. And Nadine of Mission First and Ardent. 
We do what others can't. We go where others won't. We succeed when others don't. And so does FVC Bank. That's why you need FVC Bank as your trusted financial partner. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy to rack slide, easy to control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15-round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 10-15 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. She is a big part of many NFL games that you may watch, including tonight's Ravens-Bengals game on Amazon Thursday Night Football. And she's also seen and heard on Fox on Sunday afternoons during games. Wilson, quick game break. Back to Carissa Thompson. But this week, Carissa Thompson made a very controversial admission about her work practices as an NFL sideline reporter, a job she used to have on the Pardon My Take podcast. She discussed her time as a sideline reporter and said there were instances when she completely made up sideline reports because coaches did not provide her with any material to share on the air. We talked about this a little earlier with USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan. She says Thompson should be fired over this. If I ever did this, I would expect to be fired. In fact, I'd probably just walk out the door because I know that I would not belong anymore in in journalism or even in broadcasting, which I've certainly done my share of that, too. I guess maybe people could say that broadcasters like Thompson or whomever someone might want to say are not journalists. They're broadcasters, and there is a difference, certainly, in the sense there should be, but but that they're entertainers. Or I think that would be an argument that some might try to make. And okay, make it, but then let everyone know that you're making stuff up and see how they respond as viewers or readers or whomever. This is absolutely unacceptable as someone who has covered football teams, including the local team, as you know, uh, as I've done, and and the meticulous way that uh, that I and so many of my colleagues, hundreds and hundreds of colleagues that I've watched over the years, double-check a quote, triple-check a quote. We all tape record things to make sure we get it exact. And to think that now she is just admitting that she's just making stuff up, I'm kind of surprised she hasn't already been fired, but I guess maybe nothing should surprise me anymore. (laughs) There's a point to be made about how coaches do have a certain way of speaking, and you can almost predict or get close to what they might say. Oh, absolutely. Yes, for sure. And I've done some sideline reporting of golf, if you can call it sideline reporting, women's golf, LPGA. I've done uh, basketball, Ivy League basketball, men's and women's years ago, and and ESPN basketball, women's basketball, and other things. So I've done it. And it can be a little much when you're interviewing someone, a player, a coach, and they're kind of just giving you one cliche after another. But that's when, if you are a journalist, trained to be a journalist as I am, or if you can use your brains, you come up with interesting questions. Or you fire back and say, okay, but that's, we knew that, but what about this? And you do your job and you elicit responses that are interesting. Or I would say, and this is not Thompson's fault per se, uh, Dimitri, but I would say 
then for the networks, don't have anyone there. And I'm not saying that that's what you should do. But if you can't do a job, if it's that bad, then just why waste anyone's time, including the broadcaster's time, to do the interview if you're going to just get just nonsense? And so that would be the, the leadership of the network to make that decision. This is about journalism, basic journalism. Are you believable? Are you trusted? Are you abiding by the ethics of being a, a journalist? And, and to me, that's... That's why this is just absolutely egregious. On Skype tonight, it's USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan, also a contributor to ABC News and CNN. As the news broke that Carissa Thompson, a well-known figure in the coverage of NFL games, has uh, admitted that she sometimes made up quotes on the sideline, uh, quotes from coaches when the coaches wouldn't speak with her, said she just fabricated it. Well, we'll stay on top of this story for sure. Other top stories here. 50 million people expected to drive somewhere for Thanksgiving. If you're driving, you'll want to consider avoiding certain times to have a smoother, less congested ride. We'll make some suggestions ahead. George Santos says he won't run for another term in the House, but the New York Republican could be facing expulsion after a scathing House Ethics Committee report. Are Israel and Hamas closer to a deal to free hostages or now farther apart? Israel says it's found the body of one hostage near that hospital in Gaza. Keep it here for full details. Now we're checking in with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, things are pretty quiet for the most part around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. No delays or incidents to report. But in Virginia, we have accident investigation closing northbound 28 at Westfields Boulevard. And you're not able to get onto it from 66 to go north uh, up toward Westfield. Serious crash and the investigation continues around that. Southbound, all travel lanes are open. And on 66 right now, things are running pretty well. Maybe a couple of works on setting up westbound one after Route 50 and again out past Route 28. So be alert. A uh, little bit of a slowdown there. So it might be roadwork setting up. We're in good shape on 395 and 95 and in Maryland on 95 in the Baltimore Washington Parkway. No incidents or delays. In great shape on 270 as well as on 50 out to Annapolis and the Bay Bridge. Whitman Walker's new Max Robinson Center is just steps away from the Congress Heights Metro offering dental services, primary care, mental health care, and more. Become a patient at Whitman-Walker.org. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Mainly clear skies and light winds. Air temperatures dropping from the 50s down to the mid-40s. And by early Friday morning, about 40 to 45 degrees. I am tracking another mild day for tomorrow, up around 70 degrees. We'll start out with a chance of patchy fog, mainly clear skies. And then we'll pick up cloud cover late in the day and a chance for showers after about 10 to 11 p.m. Cooler for the weekend with highs in the 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now in Roslyn 51, Farragut Square 51, Laurel 45. Some parts of our area could be down to the low 40s tonight. And coming up, the verdict is in for the man accused of hitting former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in the head with a hammer in a home invasion. Stay with us tonight at 1021. What's gotten lost in a lot of news coverage is trust. Dan Abrams and Elizabeth Vargas on America's fastest growing cable news network, News Nation. News Nation is the place that people can come because they trust that at the least we're trying to be straight with Every point of view is represented. That's what we do. We only earn that trust, keep that trust by every single night fulfilling that mission. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com. Do you know a student athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. 
Each week from now through November 30th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe mstreetbank.com. Good evening at 1022. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For many families, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the member satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. MediShare is a proven thing, too. For over 30 years, it's a Christian community of more than 400,000 members. And here's the thing, too. If you join before November 30th and you mention the promo code SHARE, you'll get another $150 savings. So I'll give you the number here in a second, but just call. You'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline's November 30th. So call now and you'll save even more. Here's the number, 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE, 855-51-BIBLE. You're listening to WTOP News. 1023, a mistrial is declared in the trial of a former Kentucky police officer charged in the death of Breonna Taylor. The 26-year-old was shot and killed during a police raid on her apartment in Louisville in 2020. The 12-member jury was considering two counts, one in relation to Breonna Taylor and her boyfriend and the other in relation to her neighbors. Now, for each count, the judge had instructed the jurors to unanimously determine if former Louisville police detective Brett Hankison had, beyond a reasonable doubt, deprived the victims from their constitutional rights to be free from unreasonable force involving a dangerous weapon or an attempt to kill. The jurors obviously couldn't agree on all of that. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi in Louisville, Kentucky. Prosecutors say Hankinson fired five gunshots through a bedroom window, another five through a sliding glass door. None of his bullets hit anyone. But prosecutors say Hankinson violated the civil rights of Taylor, her boyfriend, and several neighbors when he fired his gun. The man who broke into former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home and attacked her husband Paul with a hammer last year, he's been found guilty. The jury in San Francisco needed just eight hours to find David DePap guilty of attempted kidnapping of a federal official and assault on a family member. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey. The attack was caught on police body cam video when they responded to Paul Pelosi's call for help in October of 22. The 43-year-old DePap had no reaction in court. He had testified he had been intending to hold Nancy Pelosi hostage and break her kneecaps if she lied to him. DePap in court echoed right-wing conspiracy theories. He also faces a state trial on numerous charges. I'm Jackie Quinn. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think rest. 10-25 now. Time to check in with Rob Woodfork. All right. Thursday night football out of halftime in Baltimore. The Ravens leading the Cincinnati Bengals 21-13. Jake Browning leading Cincy to a field goal on the opening drive of the half. Now, why is Jake Browning playing? I'm glad you asked. It's because Coach Zach Taylor told the Prime TV broadcast out of the half. You will probably not see Joe Burrow the rest of the night. His franchise quarterback suffered a wrist injury to his throwing hand on his uh, first half touchdown pass, although he did arrive to the stadium with with that same hand wrapped. So it looks like he had an existing injury that nobody knew about. 
Uh, uh, Mark Andrews suffered an ankle injury during the game uh, on that opening touchdown drive for Baltimore. In fact, his night is over. Uh, Lamar Jackson, two touchdown passes so far tonight. The former Raven and Commander Robert Griffin III tonight making a public pitch for the Cleveland Browns to 